I'm Adam Mass. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. That's right. What do we got going on today? Well, first, what do you hear? Wait, do you have an iced coffee? I do. I have a special friend who brought me an iced coffee. <laughs> finally. <laughs> you finally, you wore me down. Man, this is good. It's really good, right? Big shout out to Squatters. Squatters Cafe next door to our uh, open studio studios. Ooh, don't tell them where we are, man. They're going to oh. be coming for us. Oh, that's right. They're yeah, going to be yeah. coming for that jazz advice now. We are lucky to have a really fine restaurant next to us. They, that's absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Today, we are taking a question from you'llhearit.com. General reminder, you can also always go to you'llhearit.com. You can also go to you'llhearit.com yeah. to uh, leave us a suggestion for future episodes. And that's right. exactly what a listener did in this case, which yeah. is... No guarantees we're going to do it, but we often do. We've yeah. been known to. Yeah, no guarantees that we uh, won't do it either. That's right. Um, so this is from Mehdi uh, in Paris. I apologize if I said your name incorrectly, but the question is, really enjoying the podcasts and the great advice. I'm a professional guitarist from Tunisia living in Paris, France. Out of curiosity, it's also a question my students ask me a lot. What are, according to you, the best 10 jazz solos worth transcribing to improve as an improviser? Solos that teach something unique about phrasing, rhythmic, Melodic and harmonic ideas, thanks. Ten. Ten. Does he not listen to the podcast? You know, well, he did put ten and then a question mark, like kind of a request. So I, I'm mm-hmm. actually thinking let's let's stretch a little bit here today we're gonna and go, give, him, give him an extra three. All right, we're going to go symmetrical here in, in tens. <laughs> all right, let's try it. We're you don't seem happy about it, but, you know. Well, I mean, I don't – I fear change is all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, so this is going to be the ten – our ten best solos to transcribe. And I, I like the way he um, – Asked it saying something uh, unique about phrasing, rhythmic, melodic, and harmonic ideas. Because I think that all those things, a great solo, you're going to get those unique things about that. That's a big part of what we're getting. Of course, the other part is the ear training, which you're going to get from learning any solo. But certainly focusing in on the unique uh, phrasing and, and harmonic, rhythmic, and melodic ideas is the way to go. Absolutely. And I think this list, I, I dare say we've compiled a nice little list here. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's hundreds we left off, if not thousands. But this is a nice list of of tried and true certainly there's gonna be a few that you've heard us speak about here but there's a reason for that yeah because they're good yeah they're good and they're accessible um, which can be very helpful for beginners yeah and Um, then what's nice too is if you've been listening to the podcast and maybe you hadn't heard some of these tracks and we talked about them in in another episode they're already in your ear which is always that's right yeah i mean one of the most important things about transcribing any solo is the singability of it. You have to listen to it enough that you can sing it, ideally, before you start transcribing it. So number one is... Listen. There you go. (laughs) Actually, number one is... Uh, Miles Davis Bags Groove. That's a great place to start, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, this... I mean, I highly recommend learning the solo no matter what instrument you play. So it always kind of pops in my head as... It's not that it's the greatest solo ever. It is a great solo, but I think it's the... You know, I think it's probably the greatest solo to learn at almost any level. Yeah. Now, if you're just an abject beginner, it's going to be challenging, but you can be listening to it. And as you develop, once you do want to jump into something, um, it's good. I mean, obviously, it's single line because it's trumpet, so that's a great thing. But talk about phrasing and interesting blues playing. The form is is a blues, so you have the simplicity of that. Uh, and then you have this great melodic uh, solo with just incredible use of space beautiful phrasing, and really something that can be translated to any instrument or vocalist. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so number two, we have Thelonious Monk Bag's Groove. That sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it happens right after Miles' solo. That's right, yeah. That's yeah. funny that we go from one track. We've only got ten choices, and we're already stacked it into one track. But that's a great solo. It's a great solo, and I love the idea of, of starting with Monk, too, for a transcription because you really get 
you know, some it seems simple, but the complexity that you can learn from transcribing a monk solo, and this one is a great example uh, of you know phrasing with the melody, of of rhythmic complexity, of crazy voicings. Uh, that actually sound really cool uh, when you do them, not just when Monk does them. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that this—I first heard this solo on that Smithsonian Jazz Collection um, uh, from the early '70s that that I had great access to, and it was just—it just said like Thelonious Monk blues solo. I don't even know if it said it only played his solo on there, which was funny. They didn't have a lot of space on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of that was the first Thelonious Monk I'd ever heard. And when it's, you heard it later, you were like, oh, that's where that's from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that hacker trumpet player was playing on top of it. That's funny. Um, okay, number three. Wynton Kelly, Freddie Freeloader. We've talked about this one really? several times. Have we mentioned yeah, it? Yeah, we've, we've mentioned it From a that obscure times. record. Yeah. But this is a great From solo. From the obscure record. <laughs> this is an incredible solo. This one's fun because it's a piano solo. Like we talk about the Miles Davis solo, anybody can learn it. This is a piano solo that I think any instrumentalist could learn as well and yeah. really gain from. I mean, swing, feel, phrasing. Come it's on a great now. study of groove, of swing, of of yeah, the blues. It's it's all good. Yep, it's all good. Uh, that gives it. That brings us to West Montgomery Unit Six. Yes. Yeah. Well, that we thought would be nice to put in a guitar solo. We may have overlooked. Uh, the great Wes Montgomery had this question not come from a guitarist, but we wanted to get at least one. I mean, that's just so many great, great Wes solo. Montgomery solos, but that's kind of my favorite. Yep. Um, next, we're on number five. We're chugging along with our 10 best solos. I feel like we're trying to go quickly through these because well, we, we have 10. This is what <laughs> I'm saying. This is it's why. It's throwing I, us off our game here. A little yeah. bit. Like, <laughs> with right. the seven, we, we have a groove that we that's get right. into. Yeah. That's right. Um, Charlie Parker, now's the time. Now, this was like the first. I'm not to personalize everything of my picks, but I mean, in, inevitably, I think it's good on the best solos to transcribe to talk about ones that you've actually transcribed. I think all of these we've transcribed, at least one of us. Yeah, what are we going to talk about solos we haven't transcribed? <laughs> yeah, how do we know if they're really? I mean, yeah. of course, they're good solos, but we haven't gone through that process. Yeah. Now, this one, this is, now he recorded a bunch of times, but this is the such a great classic solo. And then getting right into the blues at that second phrase. You know, definitely bebop, but also space, like yeah. which Charlie Parker sometimes wasn't known for. Um, great, you know, sense of phrasing in terms of swing feel that you can get from this for, on, on any instrument. You yeah. know? Very easy to hear, very well constructed. I mean, pretty much, though, Charlie Parker, I'm, I haven't heard any recorded solos that I'd be like, that's not a good one to transcribe. You're going to get something great out of all of them, but this is an iconic solo. That's great. Yeah. And that brings us to number six. Yeah. Freddie Hubbard, you and the night and the music. Yeah, that was kind of a wild card I threw in. Did I throw that in or did you? You threw that in. I, 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 do, I have not transcribed that solo. So that's like, I think the only, maybe I learned another Freddie Hubbard. I got into a Freddie period and I was like, why well, still do trumpet players get to have all the fun? You know, and I learned yeah. some trumpet solos. And it was always for me a thing of like just a break from learning piano solos because I felt like I had to learn every note and it was so hard to hear. Um, but this is, I was looking for solos that I liked and that were crystal clear, like, the pitch, the yeah. exactly what he's playing, the phrasing and everything. Um, and this is off of Bill Evans' Interplay. Yeah. Great record. And um, it, it, it's, it's got some great solo breaks. I remember trying to learn something about solo breaks and swinging through those. Great example of that. That's always cool to like think about real tactical things that you can get from solos. The ear training we talk about. Yeah. The phrasing, of course. You know, but, but melodic ideas harmonic devices but i mean just in terms of like how do you play over a solo break well this will show you yeah. this will show yeah, yeah. you exactly how to do it it'll give you some ideas i like that a lot yeah uh so 
going into kind of more of a modal thing, I mm. thought we could do uh, Herbie Hancock's One Finger Snap. And this kind of is a good transition from Freddie Hubbard because Freddie Hubbard has an iconic solo also that's on this right. track. I think that's the other solo I learned, that, that Freddie solo. Oh, uh, that's so yeah. great. And actually, you know, people think the melody of this is da-dee-da-da. That's just the first chorus of Freddie's solo. That's right. That's how melodic that cat was. All right. So uh, Herbert, Herbie's solo on this is a really great study in, you know, um, early development of this modal sound of getting around the changes with arpeggios and some pentatonic stuff. Really great solo. Yep, yep, yep. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, that is normally the time we would stop and take a sip of our iced coffee. Well, let's, but let's reflect should here we do a little, a bit. Like a little seventh inning stretch. A little seventh inning stretch, yeah. yeah <laughs> We're going 10-8. We, we, we have a planned tie. That's right. Uh, you know, I'll take this opportunity to say that we still have our special going for You'll Hear It listeners, mm. uh, where you can save 10% on an Open Studio annual all-access pass. That's uh, what we make here at Open Studio, our online jazz lessons, of course. You can get everything we make and everything we will make for the next year for uh, 10% off when you enter. You'll hear it 10 in the offer code field at checkout. And ice coffee time is complete. Let's go with uh, (laughs) number eight. So number eight. um, So I'm going to go right back to the mothership, to the the origins, and uh, throw one out there that no one can really dispute on a list of 10. That's West End Blues by Louis Armstrong. That's great. Now that, I think, is an important solo for anybody who is wants to be a jazz musician to know and really to learn yeah. and to transcribe. And, and um, I know there's a lot of written versions out there. This is all about phrasing. I mean, it's definitely about blues and, 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 and a bunch of things, but phrasing, 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 approach, swing, feel, language. language. You're getting the langu- language yeah. of the music. Yep. And like you said, man, you can, you can, of course, Google this, but please don't. Right. Don't Google the sheet music. Just learn it by ear. It's simple enough that you can. Yeah. And you're learning more from, from picking it out by ear than you are of just reading it. Good. Uh, so that takes us to number nine. Uh, this is one of my favorite solos ever. That's Chick Corea's solo on The Matrix. It's an F blues, super angular, lots of pentatonic stuff. We all rip it all the time. Yeah. Everybody uh, is was influenced, I think, a little bit by this record. It was uh, so iconic. And that, that sound, that angular in and out sound is, is so good. Yeah, and I think that that's really... Um I mean, you talk about entering into the vernacular of the modern jazz pianist language, mm-hmm. uh, specifically piano. Although, I mean, I think a horn player could get a lot out of it, too. Absolutely. But very influential on every pianist that no, came along. I'll never forget when I, the first time I transcribed that yeah. that first lick of, you know, it's like a it's like an E-flat triad with an F on the top, and then it goes to it. I was like... Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and I even know. the way you're holding your hand there, like the shapes and like his stuff is very pianistic, you yeah, know, yeah. great technique. And yeah. All right, so I'm going to call an audible for number 10. You, you hear it. me audibly clicking and changing our yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got it, you got it. This, I'm going to go very personal again and then put the great McCoy Tyner just because he's been on my mind a lot lately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lonnie's Lament. How do we miss this? I don't know. Well, I mean, we missed a lot here. Yeah, Come we on. missed a lot. We have yeah. no John Coltrane, Giant Steps, and... Other things. Overrated. <laughs> Fake solo. No, not, not at all. Not at all. No. Yeah, so McCoy Tyner, Lonnie's Lament off of uh, the great John Coltrane's Crescent album. Uh, this record's kind of faded a little bit among the kids. Like a lot of it kind of, I don't know if it's out of print or just out of people's discussion. I want to lift that record back up. This was big for me, this record. Yeah, me too. I think you might have been at the tail end of, of the period where it was really acknowledged. But there's been a lot of people talking about Train in general because of the new, yeah. uh, the, the Lost Sessions. But this is from that era. Exactly. It's yeah. from, I mean, this is like right in there. Yeah. Great sound. I think Rudy Van Gelder, we were talking about him yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And very clear McCoy solo. Like if you want a real delineation of his left hand comping and 
fifths techniques and stuff in a very controlled C minor environment. This is the way to go. Fun solo, great for phrasing and swing and everything. I remember not transcribing the solo, but uh, Reggie Workman had me make sure to transcribe McCoy's like uh, arpeggios in the beginning in the oh, rubato nice. section. Apparently, I was not doing them justice, <laughs> but it was hard, man. It was hard to get. Did you have? Did you go to camp with Reggie Workman? No, it was at the new school. Oh, the new school, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Awesome. Well, we there it is. Ten. We survived eight, nine, and ten. You, 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 you got a little sweaty over there, but we made it. I just don't like it when we change things up like that, man. We got I, in 165 episodes of list of seven, and now we're just doing ten because some guy in Paris asked us to. I mean, that's right. we're setting a standard here. Of, that's right. Well, we just showed our flexibility, so it's all good. Well, thanks for the question. We actually do really appreciate it, and we're happy to do lists of varying numbers as long as we don't get up to like 15, 20. No, but we could do 77. That would be right up our, our alley. We should do a series of 77. Like, just, I don't know. <laughs> oh, 11 so, days of seven lists. That's right. Know? Like a little uh, advent calendar of, of seven. <laughs> so uh, please go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Stitcher. <laughs> I, don't even know. I just like saying that. I heard another podcast guy say that. Stitcher. I don't even know how, how, how would you get there. Uh, wherever you get your podcast yeah, yeah. and leave us a rating review. Yeah, we uh, like uh, We only stars. see the ones on iTunes, but that doesn't mean you can't go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I check Spotify occasionally. Do you? Sad. Is there a reviewing system? There? It's sad. But we have a lot of listeners on Spotify. We do have actually a What's lot up? Of Big shout out to Spotify, yeah. to our listeners on Spotify. I listen to, spot, to podcasts on Spotify occasionally, too. Spotify? Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> Sorry. This is now my third iced coffee. Man, you're a little jittery over I'm there. I'm getting jitters. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so so uh, please leave us a rating or review if you haven't already. Who's lurking out there? I know we got some lurkers. I can feel them. I can feel them. I'm not talking about like, you know, Glenn and Joe, our, our longtime listeners who also give us reviews and shout outs <laughs> and get, get special things in the mail notice. Too. All right, well, let's not review shame our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no, let's do. Because I feel like, you know, if you're look, 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 this is a free podcast. <laughs> really? It we is. can't? I'm, I'm going to go there. It is this is free. a free podcast. Okay. So all we're asking for is a little bit of love, a little bit of love back. So give us a rating or review. And um, until tomorrow, you'll hear it. Hear it.